Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello friends, I'm your host, Chris Thrill. I'm a former Royal Marines Commando. I've adventured for better and sometimes worse across 80 countries on all seven continents. Welcome to the Bought the T-Shirt podcast. Good morning, legends. Take two. I hope this finds you absolutely sensational on this wonderful Sunday in uh, paradise. I'm Chris Thrall. I'm a former, former Royal Marines commando, now host of the wonderful Bought the T-Shirt podcast. Um, Tell you a little bit about me. So I've lived, worked and travelled in, I think, 85 countries across all seven continents. I backpacked through every single country in North, Central and South America, or at least on the mainland I have. Visited a lot of the islands, some beautiful scuba diving. I'm an advanced scuba diver. I'm a qualified pilot. I'm a qualified skydiver. I've driven journalists to India and back by on a 12-ton British Leyland coach to write articles about people living in poverty. I've taught street children in post-war Mozambique um, as a volunteer worker, so not not working for any money, just 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 trying to do a good thing, you could say. I've written, I think, six books now. One of them, my first memoir, Eating Smoke, an international bestseller. My most recent memoir, this one, State of Mind, that uh, details how I ran the length of the United Kingdom thousand miles pretty much non-stop uh, bar sleeping at the side of the road in my tent each night ran an ultra marathon a day carrying 15 kilograms in my Bergen all my, my camping equipment and I did it to raise awareness of um, this the mental health crisis not just that we're facing um, as a global community but but specifically service personnel suffer the most in this category and also the chronic wave of um, suicide that servicemen the world over are, are facing in um, in the wake of uh, <clears throat> certain events isn't it uh, what else have I done I've spent five years in higher education so my degree is in the social sciences um, I got my degree in youth youth and community work and I've studied social work at master's degree level um what else am I saying I now have a successful YouTube channel so I'm very grateful to you you good people and my life hasn't always been that way oh hang on camera's mucking around sorry about this folks we kind of knew this was going to happen didn't we there we are back so life hasn't always um been that way been, been so adventure packed you could say although it kind of has but but 
in a different uh, alleyway. After leaving the forces, I uh, I guess you could say my my demons caught up with me, and I spent a critical period, three years battling chronic addiction, um, completely lost my mental health, and yeah, things were were challenging, and I was going to die. It was that simple. My my lifestyle was going to kill me, and uh, pretty much single handedly, but you know, with a few sort of angels along the way, I, I, I had to stop it, didn't I? Because obviously I wouldn't be here now and I wouldn't be living an absolute life in paradise that I lead, that, you know, that I lead. lead. And um, what, what happens is when you're down there and you can't really get any lower other than to die, you, you have to work it out. And, I, and either you have what's called an epiphany and off the back of that, you you kind of piggyback to to better things, or of course you 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 don't make it through, and of course that's that's tragic. But off the back of my epiphany, I I never went to any self help groups. I never went to any churches. I never went to see any doctors or any medical people. I just did everything myself. I, I slowly worked out um, what I kind of think is going on in life, because if you're in a minefield and you can't even see where the mines are like how do you how do you think you're going to survive okay unless you unless you're blissfully cocooned from the dangers hope i hope this is kind of making sense um so yeah so while we wait for people to join the stream i'm going to come back back to this 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 well, well let me continue it so what happened is is about 20 uh 25 years ago now you can say i i kind of i spoke suppose what you call woke up started to see that the life that i've been taught as a kid not only was it not real and it wasn't true but it was killing me that the, the the things that i've been taught or hadn't been taught were allowing me to you know check out of this life and and off the back of that i've just been on a journey of experience really that's why i've done so much traveling that's why i've done so much studying that's why i do so much so much reading that's why i do so much writing and and it's led me to an interesting place where the world that i would have seen 20 years ago is just nothing like what i see now and what i will say before we all get up, start getting upset or afraid no it's all good folks it's all good but it will be better for everybody if we can get get onto this this wavelength it's what i call right brain thinking um because before i was a left brain thinker i've been heavily indoctrinated by the education system uh, an education system which is developed to support the um multi-trillionaire corporate interests in the world think about it what does your education system enable you to do? It enables you to go and like work in a call center for 40 years, factory, sit behind a computer screen. Um, yeah, I know there's other careers out there, folks. And if you're entirely happy in yours, I'm, I'm massively happy for you because I never found that having a job. Being in the military was different. It's such a lifestyle. There's so much just adventure in there 
in, in, in small doses, an incredible lot of boredom as well. There's a lot of stuff that you, if, if you're a free thinking type of person or you're, that's your destination in life that you you kind of won't get on well with. But, but I mean, when you're shooting rifles and you're traveling around the world and you're on a beach in Barbados and you're jumping out of airplanes and then you're next thing you're in enemy territory or, or, or you know, putting your life, it, it, it's kind of a bit different to being computer says no do you, do you get what i'm saying so we've got to ask ourselves the question well why why are people feeling so unfulfilled and again i'm not talking about you good people that absolutely love what you do and i'm so happy i'm so happy for you right i'm talking about the masses of young men for example in the united kingdom they've no longer got the traditional passageway into adulthood so they can't go into the factories because they've all the 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 industry is all all closed down the work's gone abroad to cheaper cheap cheaper climbs um can't follow the 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 father into the fields to do the farm work as traditionally they've done for generations because all of that that the the infrastructure of farming has, has now changed um all this kind of stuff that are that are having the traditional pathway to adulthood blocked and ending up in this awful place where the only way they can get rid of that internal angst at not being able to like fulfill your manhood um, is by being a keyboard warrior and being horrible online and getting that anger and that bitterness and that misunderstanding about life and ourselves out, out on other people. So that's it. Uh, the education system, isn't it? Kind of now controlled by people that don't really i think have our best interests and when you go to uni you see it heavily and you see what we're going to talk about today all of this uh issues of can we say equality are very heavily hammered at you at uni and you come out thinking a certain way um it's almost like it's an indoctrination as opposed to an educate and education should make you open-minded able to move into your right brain as you naturally should do as an adult indoctrination will keep you left brain keep you full of bitterness hate um greed gluttony envy all the things that when you're a little baby a child a toddler those qualities are actually quite helpful because it means your parents turn around pay attention to you they put some food in your mouth or or give you some milk um they're quite helpful as you get into adult and you need to interact with a clan, the tribe, the community, the population, you need to develop that kindness, empathy, living in the higher self. So you're not just like chasing tail all the time or you're the one getting drunk or, you know, you've got to move into it's called your higher self. Um, and what what what's happened is, is that higher self has been blocked by this um, this indoctrination and it's having massive of, of ramifications globally worldwide uh the implications for our for our species and every other species on the planet now um i'm gonna shush there while i just kind of get my thoughts together because this is such a, a a difficult area to cover what i will say is on this channel we're about one thing we're about love love understanding empathy we do not in any way spread fear hatred uh 
anything that that could possibly affect another person's life in a negative way. We're not into that at all. We try not to uh, offend anyone in any way whatsoever. Um, it's not what we're about. I'm saying this because some of the topics we cover can be perceived as being intrusive, aggressive. Um, we're here to upset. No, not at all. What we're here to do on this channel is to enable you to see with what what in Asian scriptures was referred to as the third eye. So the all seeing eye, as opposed to constantly being subjected to this left brain. No, 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 no. no yeah, but he said this. Yeah, but it's about the colour of this. No, but what it is, it's about this footballer did this. No, but the, the England team are going to... Do you see all this rabble rousing? It's just unhelpful. It just ends up with massive division in society. And the point I was getting to earlier about telling you about, like, I'm a pilot, skydiver, travel, ex-marine, whatever it might be, it's not to blow my own trumpet. It's because, ironically, I'm none of those things at all. And whoever you think you might be, unless you're quite enlightened, you're none of those things either. See, what I really am is a set of carbon atoms. I'm bonded together by a certain frequency of vibration, which is dictated by this incredible universe. And I'm not even going to pretend I, I understand that. I, when you're perfectly happy and content, there's certain things you don't, um, maybe you don't need to go there, but that's what I am. Through a process called evolution or whatever you believe that that to be this this way of being has developed these chemicals and liquids and and certain uh, electromagnetic frequencies in my brain that hold it that hold these atoms together in such a clever way that it allows you to remember an event from the past okay and when you remember events from the past you use them to form what you believe is your identity. But when what we really are is no, we're not, we're not an identity. We're the universe. So you and me are just two parts of the universe. So it's the universe experiencing its other, right? And what, what you see in the media, especially at the moment, especially um, due why I've chosen this topic, which is very difficult to talk about, folks. We're not here to upset anyone. We love everyone right but what you see is divisions and is it's the language of division 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 when in the media do they say what i just said that we're carbon atoms we're flying through a universe we don't really understand but we're held together at this certain vibrating frequency um that you are me and i am you we're just the universe in different we're like two rocks on a beach I'll say that I've said this before, I've known, like two rocks on a beach. Are they different rock? Come from the same rock, don't they? Comes from the same rock. Saying that this one's called Bill and this is Fred. And let's put Bill in like a house and he paints his house pink. And Fred paints his rainbow colours. And Fred says, hey, I'm not a rock today. I'm actually um, a yellow unicorn. And it's my right. It's my right to be a yellow unicorn. And... You, Fred, you can't tell. Hey, but I'm a, um, I want to be a blooming right wing. Da, 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 da. You can see how farcical it is that 
one set of carbon atoms in the universe is arguing with another when it's actually they're just part part of the universe right so you're not going to have life explained by this if we say for example we go to the tabloids now or the broadsheets or the news channels you're never ever going to hear this conversation are you why well one argument is that the planet is controlled by a group of what you might hear referred to as elitists, although some people get angry at that name because elite means that you're good at something. But these guys are good. If this theory is to be believed, these guys are very good at keeping keeping us in our left brain, aren't they? And keeping us in this angry identity arguments rather than realising we're all a beautiful species. We're all one people under Mother Nature, the universe, what the scriptures um, often referred to as God. Yes. Anyway, let me stop there and gather my thoughts. You can see where this is going. Let, let, we're going to talk about the, the foot, football in a sec, but let me just show you what I've recently been up to while we let a few more people join the stream. This is me and my buddies taking action. Always important to take action, expand your horizons. So at half a century old, yep, I know I look much older, but half a century old, we decided us former elite veterans there's that word elite again no we're just human beings right and we've got good hearts and we've been through a lot of shit in life and we've come out the other side and we just want to help people now that might be back there might be struggling so what we decided to do is take on the royal marines toughest commando test the nine mile speed march dressed in all the gear carrying the the, the 32 pound backpacks and smashing out nine miles in under 90 minutes, as the teenagers do at the Commando Training Centre at Limston, we decided to take on that challenge. And so, yeah, that's what we attempted. Did we achieve it? Yes, of course we did. We've raised almost £10,000 now for struggling servicemen. But more importantly, we're just putting that message out there that there's always light at the, the end of the tunnel. Now... Let's come on to this issue. Now, first of all, um, can I just ask you, if you're in the chat or the comment section, please be careful what you write, because as the channel, we are responsible for our comments. And if you start to use language that's going to get us in trouble, stigmatizing words rather than just sort of, you know, putting it sort of bit, bit, bit benignly. Is that even a... anyway? You, I think you get 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 what I mean. So. Don't be offended if your comment gets taken out. It's not a personal thing. It's that we have to protect this channel because we're doing a good thing here, right? Um, so let's have a look. Let me get my uh, desktop up. So this is where this the, the, the take, taking a knee came around. It's this chap, Colin, and he first took it as a, um, a demonstration of how could he stand for his national anthem and flag? This is this is um, across the across the pond for us Brits, obviously. How could he stand and be so proud when what was when what he believed um, was happening with his his uh, brothers and sisters was was so unjust? So obviously we're talking about the police issue here. You'll notice I'm picking my words carefully, folks, because. I'm trying not to use the language of division. It's what the multi-trillion dollar um, corporate 
entities want you to do. They want you to be divisive, and I'm really trying not to be. That's why I'm, I'm trying to be careful what I say. But he took a stand, you know. He said, what's happening to my brothers and sisters is no different to what has traditionally been going on, and, and, and someone needs to take a stand. And, um, you know, that's never a bad thing, is it? Taking a stand against where you see where you see oppression. Um, he felt very aggrieved at some of the incidents that were happening in his country. Um, culturally, structurally, countries do have problems around equality. After, the, after Stephen Lawrence, a, a British teenager, was killed, there was an investigation uh, into... Again, I'm picking my words carefully here, folks, but like oppression within the British police force. It's called the Stephen Lawrence Inquiry. And the findings of that inquiry was that, yes, British structures, I'm, I'm not picking any in particular, but they, they were institutionally oppressive. Um, now, I won't speak too much on that, but remember what I say about the, the left brain. If you want to not be oppressive, you need to be in the right brain, don't you? You need kindness, empathy, understanding, love. Um, realising that you don't need anything in this world other than just to sit back, relax, feel that beautiful energy coming from what, whatever the, this universe source is. You don't need to be out angry with this person for that, angry for that, for that. But of course, this anger that's created in us when we're kept in that left brain, it really suits other people's agendas because you'll hear the, the phrase divide and control, order from chaos. It's about constantly creating this angry soup bubbling while the, the, the trillionaires look over it like chefs with a big smile on their face. Because while we're all fighting with each other, we're not looking at the overall oppression that's going on in life. And so let's just I'm going to speed this up now, and move on a bit, folks. But um, where does the actual taking the knee come from? Well, as I say, he, he took the knee this this this. This chap, Colin, took the knee at a football match. Um, and I guess a question we've got to... Oh, hang on. Camera's gone again. Oh, question we've got to ask ourselves is, why did one, you know, this one act receive such massive worldwide coverage? Um, ah, going to move on. Quite interesting to see, um, can I say, some of the letters and numbers in this this picture. Perhaps we save that rabbit hole for, for another day. Um, so, yeah. Oh, here's an interesting one. Education Minister, this is in the UK, Gillian Keegan said taking the knee was creating division. So that's the premise that we know, that the taking the knee is a, it's a stand against this, this um, structural oppression that's inherent in our, in our systems, whether that be America, America, the UK. And wouldn't that be wonderful? If that was all it was about, one love, um, one humanity, which is what, what life should be. Wouldn't it be wonderful if that's what this was about? But many would argue the media is kind of like a double-edged sword, possibly even a two-headed snake or some other, some other euphemism, um, and that there's other agendas in play. And again, the question I was sort of leaning to then is if the, if the media is controlled by trillionaire corporate entities that don't really 
seem to, or you could argue, possibly don't have much of a care about human life. And it's these entities that own pretty much like all the media. When you track all these media channels, you think you've got this diverse, varied media, you track it back, it's actually, okay, for argument's sake, five people control all of the world's media. Then you link those five people by definition of the fact that they're corporate trillionaires, billionaires are linked to other corporate trillionaires and billionaires. They have the same interest, don't they? They have the same interest. And then these other corporate trillionaires own companies like BlackRock. And then you find out that BlackRock and one other company, so two companies in the world, they have controlling shares in every single other company on the stock market. But not just that, they have the maximum. They have more controlling interests in every company in the world than any other company. Two companies. Then you start to see that, hang on, this monopoly with, with their, me their media starts to become a credibly powerful entity, doesn't it? This is why you're hearing lots of people lately say, stay off mainstream media. I'm, I'm using it here to example, that's all. Do I read this? No, of course not. If you want to be a free, enlightened, empowered individual that gets out and smashes all your life goals and being completely content with everything you've got, you can't be reading this nonsense. Sorry to break it to you that those that aren't, you just can't. This isn't, this isn't enlightenment. This is indoctrination. It's one side of an incredibly complicated picture and one, um, or it's what one facet rather. Morning, Bobby. So again, moving on, we're starting to see now that it's not just simple. Um, it's not just a simple thing, is it? If it was a beautiful, wonderful thing, we'd all be doing it. I'll be doing it now, wouldn't I? But when the media tell us to do something, and then you see people, for example, if the media said, tonight, if you go and stand on your front step and you wear a saucepan on your head, you're supporting battered wives. You are against domestic violence. Right? Does that mean that going outside wearing a saucepan on your head in any way, shape or form is going to affect domestic violence? Or could it possibly be when you have these mass events that you're all told to do and, 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 and it feels so community-based, community, community based, could, it, could it be possible that there's, there's another agenda going on there? So looking at this media, um, so this is The Guardian, quite a big player in the, in the mainstream media world. Um, it's a minority of England fans that are, that are booing this action. It's only a minority, right? That's interesting because I've watched the football. Personally, I wouldn't have said it was a minority. I'd say it kind of like drowned out the stadium. I might be wrong. You, you might have a different view. But it sounded like lots and lots of people were unhappy. But the question is, why is the media pushing this narrative that it's a minority rather than taking that minority seriously and saying, hey, come on, let, let's talk. What, what is it that you feel? What is it that this side feels? Sky. Sky seemed to be um, like massively um, pushing narratives at the moment, don't they? I don't know if you've I don't know if you've noticed. Sky Australia seems to be just a bit bizarre in their massively one-sided pushing of narratives. But Sky, big player in the 
mainstream media world. And look, Gareth Southgate side booed for taking a knee, but the majority of fans applaud. Again, if you've seen the matches, I, I, um, I wouldn't say the majority of fans were applauding. I'd say it, it, if anything, it was 50-50. Personally, I could just, just hear the boos. Um, again, we're not taking sides here, folks. We don't do that. We do love, empathy, understanding and education. We're just flagging up the, 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 the factors uh, in, in this argument. And the major factor is why does the mainstream media always seem to push a certain narrative that, I mean, I don't know about you, but very often it, it doesn't fit more, my experience of the world, you know? Doesn't seem to fit the facts, I guess is what is 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 what we're saying. Moving on, what we got here? There's Rio, bless him. I have no doubt that this, uh, who seems to be a very kind gentleman, has a face massive oppression in his life. Um, I can empathise with it. I might not be able to understand it, but I can certainly empathise because, as someone who's battled chronic mental, um, chronic mental health conditions. I know the way I was treated, um, the way people very quickly would turn their back on you, uh, the stigma that you face when you have a health problem, but it's related to the heads and mental health. I, I kind of like I, I really get this, but Rio seems to think that the people that are booing need re-educating. This is where we start going to kind of, you know, questionable language. Don't mean by Rio, but I mean by the B the BBC putting out this re re-education um, and and calling the booers an ignorant minority. Well, again, this is where it doesn't fit the facts because I might not agree with everything I see at football, or I might not I, I might want the world to be a bit of a better place in that respect. But what I see coming out of these fans' mouths that are booing. And not all of them, because obviously I haven't heard all of them. I don't know all of them, but I see some very articulate statements and some uh, quite impressive critiques about what's going on in society. I wouldn't call them ignorant. In fact, I'd, I'd say they're actually quite informed. They seem to know a lot of what, probably not the, the esoteric stuff, the enlightenment, the, 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 the upper body you know the upper being kind of maybe everyone's not but they certainly seem to pick up on the fact that they seem it's almost like you you could be forgiven for thinking there's an agenda that there's another that this isn't about people that matter that there's something else going on here and i think some people are picking up on that right uh um so here's another another article let's just have a look. This is a news channel that appears to be trying to give a balanced perspective. Um, you read it. Why are some England fans say they are booing players? Oh, kind of a reminder there uh, on the left-hand side of quite an extreme event that 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 um, for some reason, when you consider the fact that we we we're, we're all oppressed, that we. We're subject to the education system that I explained and all the pressures that that puts puts on us. That that one particular incident just got an awful lot of coverage, didn't it? Um, it's interesting they that 
that that's the first thing you see when you when when you come to this article um just bear with me here oh yeah no sorry i thought that's going to be a an equitable article but of course they jumped straight in with the boos were soon drowned out by the applause from thousands of other fans i like the way they use the word that there hasn't been thousands at any of these matches as there there's been <laughs> maybe a few hundred uh i'm i'm being facetious folks but um there were fears the uncomfortable start to the game well the uncomfortable start to the game that could be argued both ways couldn't it that could be coming out and seeing young men who should be there to play football and who I will just say now are doing an excellent job of it. Uh, the football's been wonderful to watch. Um, very proud of my country and very proud of the England team. I'm very impressed by all the other nations as well, if I was completely honest. Um, whoever wins tonight, I have no doubt, it, as long as it's not a bad decision by the ref, I'm sure they completely deserve it. This is in no way having a go at that wonderful England squad this is about the fact that they seem to be a pawn in a in a much bigger thing going on don't they um okay so again moving on so you've got all these newspapers but they're only taking one one side if you take one side you are by definition creating division if you're not listening to the other side I'm not saying it's about two sides I think there's something completely different again about what what's going on um Again, look, this is the independent, supposed to be independent, right? The clue is in the name, independent. But here they are, booed by a minority. Again, using this word minorities, if these people's views and perspectives in a democratic society, they don't matter. Tarring them with, no doubt tarring them with a certain brush, even though I have no doubt the overall majority of these people have... have I don't have anything against other human beings. It's a fact that I think that they're seeing like another agenda going on here, right? Um, what's this one? So, yeah, this is an article in the Mail Online. What I'm going to do now, just read a bit, read you a little bit from the book that I've been reading because it adds another really interesting perspective. Um, dun, dun, dun. This is the book 1666 by Robert Seffer. Really enjoy watching his channel and listen to his, his work. He talks about the ancients, the scriptures, ancient cultures, warrior cultures, uh, hidden civilizations, all this kind of um, stuff, all the stuff we don't hear about at school, funnily enough. Friends, if this is making sense to you, you are allowed to put some like money in the super chat. I do all this for, you know. You get a little bit of advertising revenue on YouTube, but believe me, if you if you understood what it we you you you'd know I ain't, I'm not doing this to, to get rich. Well, not yet, not yet. Anyway, if if you can make a donation, um, if you can make a donation towards the channel, you're more more than welcome. If you can support the the Patreon for one ninety nine a month, that really helps. We need to be talking about such things. Otherwise, we just have the mainstream narrative. And do we want our children to live under that for the rest of their lives? I don't know. Only you can answer that. But you can, you know, feel free to support the channel is what I'm trying to say. So um, put my goggles on for this one. So what Robert talks about in this book is a, a, a unique time in history where allegedly, 
there's that word again. Remember everything's theory, but allegedly three groups came together with the intention of uh, directing mankind, if not the globe. Um, and these groups were sort of, um, let's say, religious cult, a massive financial institution or a banking house and an esoteric group. So something along the lines of a, a Masonic order that these three came together back in 1666 or, or thereabouts. Um, and they came up with a plan how they were going to uh, implement their world domination, as it were. You might hear it referred to as the new world. One, two, three, four, five. Order. Um, and when you first hear about such things, you hang on. No, no, nobody's nobody's powerful enough for that. But then in my lifetime, I've been forced to witness certain events, very unfortunate events, incredibly tragic um, that have been thrust into the media. I'm sure you can think what such events you've seen in your lifetime. Remember, I'm 50, 51 now. So if you're 20 and you're watching this, you won't have seen, not, not in original time, the events I'm talking about. You'd be too young. But us oldies, we remember it very well. We remember how quick the mainstream media came out and put this narrative to us that this had happened. And off the back of it, we saw untold destruction. Destruction. And at that point in your life, you've got to go, hang on. If, if, if these guys are that powerful, they can, can, they can pull these things off and get away with it and profit massively from it and slip it under the noses of 99% of the public, then maybe, uh, like, Rob's got a point in his book, isn't he? You know, maybe these, these incredibly greedy corporate trillionaire-esque uh, entities do make decisions in their private meetings behind closed doors. Maybe they do form um, uh, a global clique. And maybe what I'm about to read you now could possibly be coming true under, under our eyes, right? Um, so he's talking about this order that, 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 that I talk about. Um, he's quoting a book here. It's about, if I say the torchbearers, I think, I think if you know a bit about history, you'll understand who the torchbearers are. And it's talking about basically the torchbearers that hijack the world um, offers a straightforward summary of the torch agenda and the unsuspecting populace that's the people that is being manipulated and exploited what he's saying is that these torchbearers are incredibly good at infiltrating other people's institutions and organizations um, a little bit like being in the secret services or, uh, or military intelligence where you, let's just say you dress up as an Arab so you can go and infiltrate some, some group. He's saying that this, these controllers, as they were, this is their main forte is, is, is hiding behind other, uh, other things in society to pull off this, this, this agenda. Um, he's saying that the people in these institutions whether they be religion etc they 
they're being manipulated and compromised. They're not aware of what they're being used for. But this agenda is hiding, hiding. So let's just say it's a media corporation and it's completely part of a, a, an untoward agenda. And yet it's it's kind of kidding you that it's on your side, that it loves you and it's giving you the information in the news. But in reality, the media, this media company is actually a front for these um, trillionaire interests. The, the organization that hijacked the world is the tiny nucleus of esoteric bankers. I'm paraphrasing a bit here, folks. So these are ancient banking houses that very much understand how society works within the wider universe. So they'll understand things, uh, how the human body works, how the brain works, how the solar system is in effect, what the scriptures actually mean, not, not what religions will tell you that they mean. The, these ancient families well understand this. Um, uh, these ancient bank uh, bankers, and uh, I'm just going to say secret societies based in London. And he says here, directed by the House of Rothschild. Again, another one of these big, um, big banking names, isn't it? Religion has been hijacked. The original version of religion, what it was meant to do was set you free and enlighten you. That's been hijacked to it to enslave us. Um, the religious texts where they were, say, white and they were for good and evil or, or, or light. I mean, they're for good and evil. They've been re replaced with dark, darker versions that don't mean what the original means. Yes. So we're talking an interesting mix here of systems that have come together to embolden this this agenda um sorry i'm just really trying to tread carefully here folks as i'm not i'm as i said i'm not out to upset anybody it's just not who we are but on the other hand we need to under we need to see the wood for the trees we need to know what's going on in life don't we or we're never going to understand what's going to happen in our football at eight o'clock tonight and what it's for and then we can't pass that on to our children and our job as adults parents is as educators um only those corruptible and blackmailable are allowed into this true agenda and allowed to flourish. So let's just say you had a certain world leader, maybe a prime minister or whatever it might be, and he had a record for misconduct, let's say. For example, in um, you know a public place, he did a, a certain indecent thing. And then he's carefully brought brought up through the system, and then one day, wow, he's he's out he's out there, found himself. He's prime minister, but of course, he's got this dark past, isn't he? That that because of his position side, he's been able to cover up very well. But of course, the uh, trillionaire corporate types—they're not stupid. They know very well what's in his background because they know everything about everything. They own all. They control all the intelligence services, right? So suddenly. This prime minister's coming out saying we've got to maybe, for example, wage war on an innocent population that have done absolutely nothing to us. Of course, the great public will rise up and go, no, we're not going to bomb innocents. Well, why would you do that? It makes no sense. No, no, no. What it is, 
these people, they're really bad. They hate you. They harbour all kind of... We've got to. We could all be dead in like an hour, right? Do you, do you see, see how this is working? The great public, no, no, we don't. They, they, they harm the, the prime minister. Yes, we, we have got to go in. Right, I think you can kind of see the scenario I'm painting. This is what Bob, Bobby is, uh, is alluding to here in the way that this, this organisation works. Got to get my eyes back now. Excuse me a sec. So, um, so let's paint another scenario here about this, this kneeling stuff. What about if it, if it's create division, divide and rule, order out chaos? What if it's nothing to do with respecting you and respecting me? Because let's be honest, if these individuals cared so much about us, why do we only get a left brain education? Why do we not get taught empathy, love, kindness, diet, nutrition, holistic healing? Why don't we get taught that in school? It's not even it's not even given a mention. Not exactly, you, you know, I'm sure there's uni courses in that area now, but it's not like history, geography, the sciences, is, is it? Right. Hello, John. Good to see you, brother. Um, so what I'm getting at is like if they cared so much about us, why is our diet just so toxic that most people get their first um, introduction to chronic debilitating uh, illness at about 50 years old then they live the last 30 years of their life just barely managing it and then bang you know while we not been taught that actually this societies never get ill never right what why what why is that why are vegetables not being cut price pushed on us why are gymnasiums not not open all the time right if they care about us so much that this is this one issue is so important why are they not doing all the other stuff that will allow us to become right brain thinkers, that will allow us to develop empathy, love, kindness, go out in the morning, say hello to your neighbour instead of bloody walking out the house like this, right? So you can start to smell that something ain't right, is it? Something is not right in this narrative. Um, now, let's just, let's peel back. And I'm just going to cover this as, as, as quickly as I can. Let me just see. Uh, uh, uh. I don't know if you can see this. But an interesting thing happened just after the war. Can you see that? The name of that boat is Windrush. And the story behind it's really fascinating and it's incredibly interesting. When you understand it uh, or, or when you familiarise yourself with it and you start to see that, hmm, OK. So Windrush was a German ship operated during the Second World War, I believe it is. Um, I'm going to just, um, guys, careful what we say in the, in the comments here. Remember, this is, this will just get us in trouble. Um, it's going to get us in trouble. Just got to be careful what we say. Those that know, know. Let's put it that way, right? And we ain't going to convince those that don't know. But hopefully they will, they will learn in their own time. So, um, so, right. But that ship changed hands after the war. And it was bought up by people with um, vested corporate interest, you could say. People that, um, and, and suddenly the ship was taken out to the West Indies, so the Caribbean, the former um, plantations, well, still plantations, but formerly uh, typically staffed, is that the right word? But by, by slaves. And these individuals were told, hey, there's a better life for you in Britain, okay? 
same time, the British were going to be told, or the English, wherever this, I think this, I think it's docked at Tilbury Docks. I might, I might, might be wrong there, but the English were told that there was a dearth, like a deficiency in the manpower after the Second World War because of the death toll. Now, so a few things don't didn't really make sense there, and people, people started to to object. Politicians in Parliament were going, "Hang on, who who's authorised this shit? Like, like why?" We don't, you know, some some went as far as to say, and you can read all this online, folks. I'm, 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 I'm paraphrasing now because I, 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 you don't need to get into the minutiae to sort of understand the bigger, bigger picture. But um, the people were saying, hang on, but, 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 but why? Now, what I'm saying doesn't make sense. Is um, it wouldn't be a better life coming from tropical climate like the Caribbean an incredibly different culture one can we say much more laid back etc etc um one where certain practices were just sort of almost le legitimate or certainly were, were into one where they like certain practices were heavily frowned upon uh to a temperature a climate that's just um it it it's a climate that's bloody freezing I mean, it's freezing enough being an english person <laughs> imagine coming from the caribbean so all this stuff didn't make sense and of course there weren't all these jobs available because in the second world war who stepped up to the plate who did all the men's jobs when they went away to fight yeah you got it the women and do you know what a lot of the time they did it much better than the men building these tanks these airplanes they were good at it if you read the beauty myth by naomi wolf she talks about how women have just been commoditized, shifted around like 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 commodity with respect to the beauty myth. So before the war, it's, hey, you got to wash your hands with fairy and you got to put makeup on because you got to be a proper lady. Right. You notice I never use the word lady. It's woman, men and women. Lady is uh, 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 term of division isn't it it's a, it's saying that there's a certain way you have to behave to be a female of the human being species that's another thing again so Naomi's saying hang on one minute they're told they've got to be pretty and beautiful and puts you know a fake face on every day because the one that, that mother nature gave them isn't it's just not good enough next thing they've, they've been told hey girls get rid of that beauty shit you don't need that you need to get in a factory a man man the machines and they did it and they did it very very well um so this notion that britain was under like a that, that needed labor just didn't you know this was under contention and then of course when britain traditionally had been a society of a certain color and they weren't exactly ready for this mass wave of what was the first mass wave of immigration because they're, you know, a bit anxious, a bit scared, weren't really used to it, got worried that the people with these different, you know, from a different culture might not gel with their own, this this sort of stuff. Um, and so the whole thing was just, it, none of it made sense, is what I'm trying to say. For, you, you, you could argue that maybe none of it made sense, right? Um, so this has been referred to as... Dun, dun, um, the first kind of waves of this mass migration that we're now seeing. And remember, remember the agenda that we, we talked about 
this order, this let's call it the banker agenda for, for world government is through the destruction of religion, nation, so your country, your, I'm going to use the word race, it's just, and also your family. What have we seen over the last 50 years? We've seen the single parent family, we've seen the mixed ethnicity, we've seen uh, the destruction of culture, particularly very recently we've seen the complete destruction of community, literally separating people, uh, placing them in their little bubble bubbles, right? Separate, no human interaction, no, none of the stuff that we're that, that, that make us uh, ah. so in short it could be argued that the agenda of this 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 banking elite is to divide and destroy and then control divide communities separate people keep them in their left brain so they don't understand that we live in a land of milk and honey we live in paradise you're born into it but when you're kept here you're never going to realize it you're always going to be played. You're always going to be subject to being like a puppet on 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 the string, right? And this brings us on to this gentleman. He's called George, and I'm only flagging him up because the movement behind this taking the knee thing, we're calling BL. It has been uh, alleged that this guy George George is behind it. Where is he? This chap, right? Now I'm not saying that because personally I've I've not really looked into it that much. I, I I I'm sure there are people that would say they have very credible links. Um that that's not the point of me flagging this up. The point of me flagging this up, this article, is is this. Do you remember in Breaking Bad, that wonderful series? It was about the substance that I kind of had a run in with, wasn't it? And do you remember there was a guy with a chicken restaurant? At these chicken restaurants. And he was heralded as a very successful local businessman. He was a pillar of upstanding in the community. And what did he do the most? He gave lots of money to charity. He's building, he's like the Pablo Escobar. He's building football pitches, churches, giving his money here, giving his money there. He's asked to open local stores and what, what we would call supermarkets. He's asked to, you know, Bless the kids at Sunday school, what, whatever it might be. But really, it was all a uh, a bluff identity, wasn't it? Because deep down, he was a very dark, hardened criminal. He had the biggest underground criminal enterprise in this field in the United States. And it was a very different thing. Well, I say this because I'm always very suspect when you see the word charity come up. I worked for charity for many years of my life. And... Can't say I've got. I can't say I think they're benevolent. Put it that way. I think benevolence is kind of the package that they give to the public. You know, the 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 shit. What I call the shit cracker. But one of the things here, and they're using the word here, influence. It's the influence we're talk we're looking at here. Um. Uh. We've, um. Sorry, this web page is dicking around. Let me try and refresh it. I'll continue. One of the things that this gentleman has funded and stood out against is uh, the Brexit, isn't it? And when you read books such as this, and there's another one here, I found I found this really interesting. I found it interesting reading this and then reading this. 
because it's just crazy that almost like the two were written for each other. When you see, when you when you look and 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 you see what's going on out of the window, um, yes, interesting that he was um, videoed or articled by Bob Dylan's son. I think some of you will make the might make a connection there, but I'm not saying there is a connection. I'm, I'm I think you know what I'm talking about. Um, but anyway, what I'm saying is they were linked to uh, these trillion dollar corporations some of whom own everything that's pretty much going on in the world are they going to be influenced of course they're going to be influencers the way i'm hopefully having an influence now when they're in their secret clubs and they're you know behind closed doors are they trying to of course well i would say of course you don't play monopoly and at the end of monopoly everyone ends up with an equal amount of money do you there's always one dickhead that's just like going hard you know, you're playing Monopoly because you just want to get pissed at Christmas and crack open the walnuts. But there's always someone in there that just like they have to win at all cost. And, you know, they've got all the money hidden under under all the property hidden under the table. Of course, people try and influence things would be incredibly naive to um to think that they don't. Right. So, yes. Uh, what have we seen then since this wind rush? We've seen the. Uh, destruction of North Africa, wasn't it? In the um, what was it? What was it called? The Indian, not the Indian summer. The someone put it in the comments. You know what I mean? The under the under the sort of guise of um, freedom and liberation from oppressive leaders, we saw this revolt, didn't we? And we saw mass upheaval, and we saw incredible violence. And of course, what comes off the back of that mass migration? We saw the bombing of certain countries in the Middle East still continuing to this day, being bombed back into the Stone Age. What does it create? Mass migration. Where did the individuals come? Well, many of them get, uh, you know, some of them will be soaked up by the surrounding countries, of course, but a lot of them come north, don't they? A lot of them come north to Europe. And in particular, there's one country in Europe that seems to be the most popular for people to come. Why would it be if you believe in this agenda and you don't have to? It's a free, you know, you, you're free minded. You can believe what you like. But what, what would be the purpose of having this mass influx of foreign nationals into one particular country? A country, I'm sure there's many others, but a country that certainly seems to have been put under this for you know, for the last 70 years, well, perhaps that's a question that we got to answer. Um, guys, mind your comments. Come on. Um, you know, one argument might be that Europe traditionally has been the sort of uh, the cradle of Western civilization. I'm not saying civilization because, of course, wonderful things in history have, have uh, emerged from Asia, from Iran, or is it Persia? A lot of the scriptures come from the East. Um, uh, I was going to say China. I mean, what about China? Invented the knife and fork, didn't they? And then decided to get rid of them because they thought cutting meat at the table wasn't a, a polite thing to do. All this kind of stuff. But talking the Western civilization, um, traditionally been Europe, of which, of which the United Kingdom, specifically England, has been a massive... Uh, massive player hasn't it 
We're not adverse to a fight. We'll put our dukes up if, if it's called upon, if we perceive that we're, that we're facing a threat. Sometimes we've been overrun, I think, weren't we overrun by the Vikings? And, 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 you know, but the point is, we've never been afraid of a fight. And if you was to try and dominate the world, that would be, you could argue that that's not a good quality for this country to have, isn't it? Or it's too good a quality, rather. That's got to be overcome. How can we diversify this country? How can we thin down this very strong um, pride, perhaps? Um, so, yes. What I'm going to finish by saying, guys, what I'm talking now is I'm talking about an agenda. I am absolutely not in any way, shape or form suggesting that our wonderful brothers and sisters from anywhere wherever are not equally entitled to settle wherever grow flourish be have the rights that every single individual on this planet is have inalienable rights i'm not saying that at all i'm a very proud british serviceman i fought alongside people from very different backgrounds i'll be honest i didn't even really think of that when i was young it, it I wasn't that really that aware or smart enough. I just thought, you know, people were people. That's what I thought. I I, I didn't realise the oppression that some of these, you know, these these um, individuals have to face in their life. And are we against that? Of course we're against it massively. We are not talking here about uh, creating divide or sending people to or any, none of that. No. We're talking about something completely different. We're talking about whether or not the concept of corporate trillionaires pushing people around the planet at will to to basically create a an overarching system of control. We're talking about does that exist? And is that the reason behind global events that you see that people just get questions about because they don't seem to certain individuals to really make sense okay um i hope i made that clear it's a very um you know it's a, it's a touchy subject isn't it and as i say we're not out to upset anyone absolutely not it's a, it's the complete opposite we love all people everybody's equal on this planet well we're, we're carbon atoms folks it's whether you like it or not you know is one atom any difference no of course not um we're all massively loved under mother nature under the universe call it what you like if you want to call it god try and avoid these terms folks because again what do they do if you jump on this bandwagon and you give names to this this and this yours and saying that this is the way if someone jumps on this bandwagon and they give a name to this and a name to this one and a name then they're what it's divided isn't it i tried to use a language that's that's not division um but what I see in society now, I don't think it's anything to do with equality. And if it was, do you know what I'll be doing now? I'll be doing this, wouldn't I? I'll be getting down on the ground. No problem. I have no problem loving and respecting all people at all. What I have an issue with is what if there's people that don't love and respect us? What if there's individuals that possibly are, are maybe born into these ultra rich families they have everything from birth 
you and I might work our whole life to buy a nice car and have a, have a house that we're proud of. A whole life. And then we still probably don't end up paying it off, right? That's a whole life. These individuals, they're born with that. Not just one car. What They can have a thousand. They could have a hundred thousand houses from the moment they come out of the womb. They can have any, um, I say, woman they desire. Or not, not any, but you get what I'm saying. The stuff that us blokes, you know, we put aftershave on, we do our hair. We did used to do our hair, right? All that, you know, being macho and all the stuff we try. No, they, they can have that from, from, you know, from eight, from whatever the bloody age is. The stuff we strike, it's all, it's all laid on for them. They have everything. So it becomes a different game, doesn't it? When you have everything materialistically from birth, more money than you can spend in a thousand lifetimes, a hundred thousand lifetimes, what, what do you seek in society? You seek a different game, don't you? You seek somewhere else where you can satisfy uh, your human needs. And I think that's what we're misunderstanding is this, that I think the temptation to go down the power route, to lord your power, to control, to control. I think this is questions that we need to be asking. Is this about control as opposed to about loving people, to spread inequality? Because I don't have any issue with anyone coming to the piece of land that I just happen to be born in, you know, uh, that 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 isn't any. I don't care about you know anything, whether it's a color, it's this, and I know my wonderful uh, subscribers for the most part. Certainly, ones have been loyal to me for the last couple of years. I I know you're exactly exactly the same. But if I thought anybody, no matter what their background, is being used and being exploited possibly being transited through through certain pressures that upon them to move from one place to another then then i think that that we should we should be asking questions i think we need to stop bombing places into 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 dust i think we need to build i've worked in africa i know many of you have or at least you visited there what an incredible continent, probably the most richest resources on the planet. Why would you want to leave? This is a question. Of why would you want to leave? Well, is it just because of war and economic impoverishment? What, why are you experiencing war and economic impoverishment? Why, when there's global bodies, governing bodies set up to make sure you don't, are you suffering that? They clearly don't. They're clearly not working, are they? Why are they not working? What are the pressures that are being put on them? Because as much as I welcome anybody on this piece of land I just happen to be, 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 be born in, the same as I've been welcomed in 85 countries around the world, I'd still want them to be like me, which is at the end of the day, paradise is in your head. Then you can be just as happy in the country you were born in as, 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 as any other. And I'd want people to have a country that they didn't want to leave right and this is nothing to do with nationalism or the english defense league or whatever and i'm not even knocking those i'm not i'm i'm just you know posing the questions here so just going to go through the chat just going to see if anyone's asking me something then i'm going to wish you people a beautiful sunday 
get out there, walk around the block, get some air in your lungs, smash it, say hello to people, especially the elderly. Hold your head up, get off that bloody box in your hand. Say hello, believe in yourself, set some goals. Oh, I can't hardly see with that spotlight in my face. Yes, I can see many of you, are, you know, you've been asking these questions yourselves, haven't you? Can we get some likes, please, friends? I promise you, whether you agree with this, anything said in this video, whether you don't, I will promise you, you or I would wager, you get more from this than you will watching, you know, Cat Rides a Squirrel. Cat Rides a Squirrel gets 10 billion views on YouTube. You think there isn't an agenda in the world to possibly dumb people down, chaparral them, maybe treat them like, you know, being sheep? You don't think? When a video about a pig, you know, arm wrestling a hedgehog gets 15 million views and it gets shoved up there. It's the first thing you see when you go on some of these media platforms, as opposed to, a com you know, a humanist conversation like this based upon love, kindness, empathy, understanding and overall wanting the best for future generations. Questions, isn't it? So, OK, there's a lot going on here. Bum, bum, bum. What I will say is, you know, everything happens so fast now, doesn't it? With all the technology we've got with global events, it, it, everything's happening so fast. I think Sweden are running into a few problems, haven't they? It's uh, their great plan now is uh, all their wonderful kindness and their libertarianism as a nation is starting to, uh, uh, you know, um, maybe backfire on them, right? Yeah, Pip here. Hello, Pip. Pip, I was the same. As a mature student, yep, yeah, same. Uh, my degree is frustrating. As a free thinker, being forced to write and think in a certain way, which I find frustrating. All people matter. Of course they do. That's all we're saying. Yes, Pip, I was the same. I went through uni. It, it cost a lot of money. I paid my loan off when my mother died. So that money that she worked all her life for to put aside for me, I had to pay to the corporate elite for the brainwashing that they in turn, or the indoctrination that they in turn handed me, because it wasn't an education. Yeah, I learned stuff from it, but my education came from the wider world, from opening my eyes, from keeping an open mind, from being inquiring, for generally wanting the best for people. That's my main driver in life, I think, is just I want the best for people. I don't like being bullied. I don't like being oppressed. Um, it's not fair. There's too much pain in the world. There's too much suffering. And when I see people putting it on others, you've got to stand up and be counted, haven't you? I was the same at uni. I got to the point where the uni education was like here. My level of understanding was just above it. I was constantly in conflict in the lectures. Um, people couldn't understand where I was coming from. What? So you're saying that did it and like, no, I'm not saying it. We all should be saying it. We're supposed to be critical thinking academics and that everything in life is basically a theory that we are here to debate, possibly dis disprove or build upon. What you're saying is what you learned when you was five years old at school. You're sticking with that the rest of your life now, are you? But you claim to be an academic that something's not making sense here. And this is what I face. You know, I started to see the what I believe is this uh, control system. I, I mean, it, it, like a lot of people, 
I started to see it after watching the media and realizing that this just isn't true. This is this is control. This yeah, there was a time in my life I would have believed this, but because I'd already had an awakening through having to survive, you know, chronic mental health, I was already perceptive to the fact that life isn't the way that you're taught at five years old at school. Um, it's just not. So, um, dun, dun, dun. John's coming up there. It was Tilbury Docks, wasn't it? Wonderful. Has anyone travelled in the Caribbean? Just incredible power. I've been fortunate to visit there. Where have I been? I've been starting at the top. Cuba. I've been. I've been in Trinidad. Trinidad and Tobago. I've been in Barbados. Um, I've been in all the, the, the mainland around that's a very similar feel. So we're talking Hon Honduras, Nicaragua. They have little islands uh, off, off the mainland which have that. They're, they're just the total Caribbean flavour. Wonderful people. Um, very loving and kind, as I think most people are. Um, great place. I'd suggest anyone travels there. All I'd say is be very careful. Because there's wherever you finding intense poverty, you can find trouble. Never go on a beach at night. Never get, never buy you know what's because that's a big way of getting yourself in trouble. But yeah, just just incredible part of the world. Um, God, I've got wanderlust. First, I've got to work out how I'm going to get to Morocco in in October for this marathon of the sands, this gigantic race across the Sahara, which I've. I'm five thousand pounds invested into, and now they're talking about that you meet you might need a certain thing to travel there. Well, I think we all know that's not going to happen, is it? So uh, yes, okay, friends, I'm going to cut you loose here. Um, thanks for all of, for everyone who's joined the chat. Just going to say again, could you subscribe, folks? Could you chuck us a like? Um, incredible, all these wonderful patriots that pat patriots. Or whatever it is we're calling ourselves today that that um uh if you support this like could you support the patreon it just helps i'm you know i'm sat here doing this for free folks on a sunday morning when i could be out digging my garden or spending time with a family you know um if you say oh chris you get average no that 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 all goes to my podcast manager who who he doesn't just deserve that he deserves it threefold, the work he does, but it's all I can give him, right? Anyway, I'm just going to finish by saying no discrimination. We love all people. Um, don't promote any kind of bigotry or hate. We are all, all equal. But tonight, when you watch your football, when you see the thing, I just hope that rather than thinking, well, it's for this. Nah, it's for this. Right. How about you do what many of us do and take the middle way, try and see it from a holistic perspective. And the reason I say that is the children, they deserve they deserve better. They deserve a better life than this wanton destruction and carnage, this confusing agenda that's been thrust upon them, where one day, you know, you're supposed to be a boy. Next day, it's like you're not sure if you're a rainbow colored unicorn right it's remember division it's all about the division and we got to rise above that we got to not use stigmatizing language not join this group or join that group we've got to realize we're one humanity 
we are all the same. We've got to start thinking of better terminology for things like the universe, the things that the scriptures are telling us. We've got to kind of modernize it all. So we're all on the same wavelength and we're not creating this division. And so when you see the players doing a certain action tonight, perhaps they won't, but 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 if they do, I just hope that, um, you know, you might have a more holistic perspective on it. That's it. I'm out of here. Have a great day. Friends, thank you for listening to the Bought the T-Shirt podcast. Please like, subscribe and share. And don't forget to follow me on social media. Username Chris Thrall. Instagram Chris.Thrall. Thank you.